Coming up on HIGMT, Tesla opens up their showroom in Ottawa, why Teslas are more expensive in Canada and other countries, Model S steering yokes are seen in the wild, and Gigafactory Shanghai shows off its quality control. Welcome to a very special episode of How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of Indeterminate Light for Saturday, March 6th, 2021, episode 32 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. Well, that certainly did not take long. It appears that the Tesla showroom in Ottawa is now open for business. Last week, I noted that I received a tip regarding the vacant Nissan dealership in Ottawa West at 530 Motorworks Private. I was told that Tesla might be moving into the building, but no date was specified. This week, I found myself in the general area. I noticed that Tesla has moved several of their vehicles into a back parking lot overlooking Highway 416. There's also a temporary Tesla banner along the side of the building. So yeah, it's actually open. Now that the Tesla showroom is open, it's great news for Ottawa since the majority of the electric vehicles I'm seeing in town are actually Teslas. Having the showroom in Ottawa and not in Montreal will provide Tesla some great exposure for our electric fleet. And if I might go off script now, um, yeah, it's uh, it's Saturday, March 6th, and uh, this morning I had a chance to take a drive down to the Tesla showroom just to see exactly what was going on. And when I arrived, um, you know, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of activity. I did see some movement inside the building, and I think there was about five model Ys that were set up in the showroom. But uh, like I said, there really wasn't a lot of activity. So I, I hesitantly uh, went into the building and just kind of poked my head through the front doors and I asked, you know, hey, is this, uh, is this place uh, now open? Uh, and, uh, you know, I was greeted with, uh, with a pair of, um, I guess, um, uh, Tesla advisors and uh, you know they were very 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 friendly very open they said oh yeah you know it's a it's a soft open and they're just testing out some things and uh, getting things ready and uh, I said oh uh, do you mind if I take a look at some of the uh, the Model Y's that you have and they said oh for sure if you have any questions uh, feel free to um, you know ask them at any point and this kind of reminds me of the time that I went to the Tesla showroom in Montreal uh, I think it was probably about three years ago now, and uh, it was basically the same thing. Very, um, uh, the advisors there were very open, and uh, they were always available if you had any questions, and they weren't kind of hovering over you uh, while you're checking out the car. So that's kind of definitely a nice thing to see uh, compared to traditional car dealerships, where you, as soon as you step foot onto the property, there is someone uh, basically dogging you, uh, looking, uh, asking you uh, questions uh, that you may not actually feel like answering at the time. So um, yeah, they had uh, five uh, Tesla Ys, uh, Tesla Ys. <laughs> they had five Model Ys uh, on the showroom floor, and I think uh, two of them were uh, being set up for uh, uh, deliveries that day. So I kind of poked around um, one of the Model Ys that they had on the floor. And this is the first time I've actually been, uh, that close, uh, to a Model Y and actually get inside. And, um, you know, there's plenty of room. I'm, I'm about six, three and a half and, uh, there's plenty of room for me and even the back seat. So I kind of poked around and I, uh, you know, I kind of found myself looking at things that, you know, I was checking out the, the brake calibers and I was checking out the suspension components. I was, I just, I was just on cloud nine. I could not believe that, you know, I was one of the very first people to actually go into the building and start checking out these vehicles. And I think the advisors there, they, they sensed how excited I was at the time and they kind of fed off that, uh, they wanted to know, uh, you know, what I thought, if I had any questions. And, uh, I made mention that, yeah, you know, I, I, 
pretty much know a lot of what um, I need to know about the, the Model Y. It's just exciting to actually see one in person. So they um, they wanted to know actually if I wanted to take one out for a test drive and I was kind of like stupefied. It's <laughs> like, wait, I could, you know, I don't have to like pre-book this. And uh, they said, no, you know, if you have some time today, uh, feel free to take the family if you want and we'll book something uh, later on in the afternoon. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, so later on in the afternoon, uh, I booked in a test drive for a Model Y. So later on that afternoon, I, I grabbed the family and we all headed back down to the uh, Tesla showroom. And it, it's only about maybe a 20 minute drive. And I was just so excited just driving there. And I think my family could uh, tell that I was very excited uh, just getting into the dealership and possibly driving, uh, test driving a Model Y. And, you know, they were giving me a hard time about it and everything. But that's fine. That's just the way how we are in my family. And so I showed up and, you know, I grabbed my insurance information and my driver's license. And there was some paperwork I needed to f- to, to fill out. Uh, but, you know, the 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 Tesla advisors they they recognized me from earlier in the day and uh, they they wanted to know you know uh, if I had any questions before I left and uh, I think uh, during the morning I mentioned that you know my my birthday was coming up and one of the advisors you know he's saying happy birthday to me and it was just uh, it, you know it was just all around uh, a nice pleasant uh, day and you know I'm still smiling from it it's it's so refreshing to have that type of um atmosphere that kind of uh, that type of energy in uh in a showroom i've never actually had uh had dealt with that um at that level uh, previously so it's uh it's really really nice so um one of the uh, advisors uh, took me and my family out to the model y and they had it parked out front uh, ready for me and they just went through some of the basic um you know adjusting my seat adjusting the the mirrors and adjusting the um uh, the steering wheel and how to you know basically get the vehicle out of park and start driving around so i had about half an hour uh, to test drive the Model Y. And um, as soon as the uh, advisor basically, you know, said, okay, good luck, enjoy. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, very hesitantly uh, put that, uh, put the Model Y in the drive. And one of the first things that I noticed was in the first couple seconds of driving is just how heavy the vehicle is. And it's not necessarily uh, a detriment to the vehicle itself, uh, but it uh, just the steering feel is completely different than from my CX-5. It definitely feels like a, a very, very heavy vehicle. Um, so we were leaving the, uh, the Tesla dealership and, you know, I was already grinning from ear to ear and we we're at a red light and, you know, my wife, she was in the passenger seat and, you know, thank goodness she was there cause she was trying to figure out the whole infotainment screen and how to, you know, get the seat heaters on and get the, the, the air conditioning off and all this other stuff. Uh, and while I was at the red light, um, you know, somebody pulled up in a BMW on the right hand side and gave me a thumbs up and I was like, wow, that... <laughs> That never happens in my CX-5. So, you know, I gave him a thumbs up and, uh, you know, I I think at that red light, I think I passed like three other uh, Model Ys. Uh, so I think a lot of people were t- taking them out for test drive. So um, we took it out on the highway and, um, you know, I, I just barely blipped the, the accelerator and I was just floored with just how much power 
uh, is was available at you know at my uh, at my fingertips. I was like, whoa, this thing's really fast. And before I knew it, you know, I was doing like 110 down the highway. I was like, oh, this is really quick. So we kind of looped around and we took some, uh, you know, we did some highway driving and we did some uh, driving on some arterial streets and some collectors. And we ended up uh, looping back onto uh, back to the dealership uh, within half an hour. And you know, the time seemed to fly really really quickly for me so again i was grinning from ear to ear and i had uh, i had my wife take some pictures of me uh you know while i was driving so you should probably definitely check out my instagram uh there's some pictures of you know what had transpired during the afternoon and uh, a little bit from the morning uh, previously so uh, all in all it was just such a such a great afternoon for me and completely unexpected that you know i can just basically walk in and ask for a test drive it's just such a you know such a delight and it's something that i was really um not expecting but you know i really really appreciated the time that they spent so um yeah so we dropped off the the vehicle and uh turns out that the vehicle that i was driving was a model y standard range uh so it uh you know that's the vehicle that uh, recently got canceled by Tesla and I, I didn't realize that you know that's what I was actually driving until I started taking a look at the, some of the vehicle uh, vehicle details in the infotainment screen so um, you know I didn't realize that that was uh, what I was driving at the time so I dropped it off and you know I went back into the showroom and I, I thanked the advisor who was there and I said you know yeah, thanks very much for you know <laughs> arranging this has totally made my day it was just so awesome and he asked me if I had a chance to uh, test out the uh, full self-driving I said oh <laughs> There's just no way I was going to test that out on, you know, a vehicle that, uh, you know, I didn't even own. I didn't even know that it was even available uh, as an option while I was doing the test drive. So, uh, I'm, you know, I mentioned to him, no, I, I didn't get a chance, but he said, you know, come back an, another time and, you know, give the, uh, full self-driving a, a test and, uh, see what he, uh, see what I think about it. And, you know, if I had any questions or anything like that, uh, feel free to let them know and they'll do their best to answer. So again, all in all, it was just such a, such a great afternoon and, uh, you know, I'm still smiling you know and that was like six seven hours ago and uh you know it's uh, it's so nice to finally uh you know have a showroom in ottawa to uh for for tessa to showcase you know their their vehicles and uh, the fact that it was just completely non there's no pressure uh completely transparent uh with any questions that you had and you, know, you can basically do whatever you want with the vehicle while you're checking it out on the showroom floor uh, my, my son, he, uh, <laughs> while I was waiting for it to sign the paperwork, he found himself in, uh, inside of a Y and he immediately found the Tesla arcade and, you know, he started playing some of the games and he ran over and he was super excited. And, uh, you know, while we were driving it around, you know, while I was smiling from ear to ear, uh, you know, my son, you know, he was in the back seat and he was just like thrilled with the, with the Model Y. You know, he was saying things like, you know, how minimalistic it was and how much it was a, super, a spaceship it seemed like. Um, I think the glass roof, which is just something that I've never actually had to uh, had the pleasure of driving with, uh, you know, that's something that's just so cool. And I can just imagine what it's like in the back seat when you have all that glass above you, you can just, you know, take in all the scenery as it's driving by. So, so yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a really, really good day. And, you know, I was, I, I'm so happy that, uh, you know, I, I made the, uh, the, the conscious choice to actually go down and, and check out the showroom. So if, if you have the time, uh, definitely, 
and, and you know, you're, you're wondering, you know, whether or not Teslas are right for you, definitely go out to the showroom and just hang out with the advisors and, you know, ask questions, take some test drives. Um, I can definitely see why people fall for a Tesla vehicle after they take a test drive. So now it's just for me, um, it's, it's a matter of how do I fit a Tesla into our family budget so that, you know, it, we're not, um, we're, we're not adversely affected by, you know, either my, my lease or a purchase of a Tesla vehicle of some sort, uh, in the, in the next 18 months now. So anyways, yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, all in all, it was a really, really great afternoon. And, um, I'm glad that I took a bunch of pictures and, uh, and, you know, I have some really good stories about just that amount of time that we spent was, you know, only half an hour, but, um, that half an hour, you know, it, it changes a lot of things, uh, in, in regards to, you know, how dealerships are currently being run and the pressure to, you know, make that sale and, you know, the eventual change that we're all going to have to, uh, partake in whenever it comes to, um, internal combustion engines slowly fading away to make way for electric vehicles. It's such a cool time, uh, to be involved on this and, you know, to, be able to talk about this in a podcast. It's such a cool time. All right. So prices for Tesla vehicles are more expensive in Canada, even after taking the exchange rate into consideration. In fact, a standard range plus Model 3 costs about $35,490 in the U.S., but here in Canada, it costs $52,990. After the exchange rate, the Model 3 should cost about $45,000, but that amount creates a gap of almost $8,000 between what we actually pay for the vehicle after the exchange rate is taken into consideration. iPhone in Canada.ca has a reasoning for the $8,000 in gap, and according to Elon Musk, has to do with import duties, transport costs, and value-added tax. Now, now, I'm not exactly sure what the value-added tax has to do with a purchase here in Canada since all purchases are subject to a harmonized sales tax, which is about 13% here in Ontario after each sale. If what Elon is saying is true, and if there is a value-added tax applied to the cost of the vehicle before purchase, then it adds to quite a lot of money that's actually not heading towards Tesla, but to other levels of government in Canada. What I'd really like to see is the overall cost for Tesla vehicles be brought down here in Canada, but... Actually, I kind of suspect that all vehicles in Canada, EV or not, are subject to the same additional fees and taxes. We're starting to see pictures of the refreshed Model S's in the wild with the newly designed steering yoke in place. Tesserati.com and InsideEVs.com have all the pictures, and it's definitely weird seeing the yoke instead of a traditional steering wheel. The pictures that were taken were of a deep blue metallic Model S with manufacturer plates, so perhaps Tesla is still in the final stages of public testing before releasing the yoke to the general public. So if you want to check out the steering yoke, as well as other pictures of a refreshed Model S in a wild, you should definitely check out the links in the show notes below. And speaking about the new steering yoke, the National Highway Transportation and Safety Administration is in close talks with Tesla to better understand the use of the new yoke in the recently revised Model S and Model X. NHTSA recently told Tesserati.com, quote, NHTSA is aware of the recently launched steering yoke in certain Model S vehicles. We requested and received information from Tesla about the steering yoke and remain actively engaged with the company during review. NHTSA routinely engages with auto manufacturers and suppliers to better understand the new technologies and features they develop and introduce into the U.S. fleet, unquote. 
Ultimately, it'll be up to NHTSA to decide whether or not Tesla could proceed with equipping the Model S and Model X with the new steering yoke. If NHTSA decides that the steering yoke is non-compliant or possibly will cause a safety issue, Tesla will either need to redesign the yoke or cancel it altogether and use a more traditional steering wheel design. Recent drone footage from Twitter user at GF4Tesla has shown us some great pictures from Gigafactory Berlin and a new area that has been cleared to make way for the world's largest battery factory. TarkNews.com has a story and pictures from February 26th. Tesla plans to produce batteries with an annual output of 100 gigawatt hours, which is about twice the size of their current production at Gigafactory Nevada. Once finished, this battery production will feed directly into the nearby Gigafactory Berlin where Model Ys will be built. It's suspected that Tesla will be producing their new 4680 cells, which will be a key structural component in the vehicle's design. TeslaAudi.com has a great article where they give us a glimpse into one of the production lines at Gigafactory Shanghai. Both Liberation Daily and Shangguan News were given a tour to help Tesla reiterate their commitment to quality control with every vehicle produced at all stages of production. To that end, Tesla has implemented systems where every tool and every operator can be tracked back to the vehicle's identification number. All aspects of the assembly is being tracked right down to the amount of torque applied to each bolt and how much time each Tesla employee spends on any given task. Panel gaps are meticulously measured to ensure that gapping issues seen at Gigafactory Fremont are not replicated at Shanghai. One of the perks Tesla employees at Gigafactory Shanghai have are Tesla vehicles with full self-driving, free shuttles to and from work, and even free meals. Anyone interested in the goings-on inside Gigafactory Shanghai should really take a look via the show notes below. There's lots of great pictures of the processes in place by Tesla to ensure that every vehicle being produced is of the highest quality. And while we're talking about Gigafactory Shanghai, uh, Tesla appears to be on the cusp of expanding the production facility, although not named specifically, an additional 114 acres of land was recently purchased for new energy vehicle manufacturing. Seeing that this area is adjacent to the existing Gigafactory Shanghai, many are speculating that this area will be used for an additional production line, possibly for the $25,000 hatchback or Model C, and for the production of the 4680 battery cells. YouTuber Tesla Canuck recently took ownership of a new Model Y, and although he has filmed many videos about owning Teslas in the past, he has actually never filmed himself driving away from the Tesla showroom after taking possession of one of the vehicles. In the short 8-minute video, he goes over his thoughts over the newly designed center console and some basic settings contained in the infotainment screen. He mentions that this is his third Tesla vehicle, so uh, he might seem a little bit matter-of-fact about some of the things that one has to go through before reluctantly hitting the local streets for the first time. Anyway, so if you want to check out the center console and some of the goings-on at the Tesla showroom, you should definitely check out the InsideEVs.com link in the show notes below. Tesla is again ramping up production on their Model 3 just in time for the usual end of quarter push. Tesserati.com has noted this past week that the usual three to five weeks delivery time has been condensed to only two to four weeks according to Tesla's own design studio. And this is nothing new for Tesla. They usually like to push uh, you know, their end of quarter sales uh, by ramping up production as much as possible just to get the numbers of delivered vehicles out as much as possible. Uh, you know, if you're a prospective buyer, you should probably t- start taking a look at you know, taking possession of a vehicle towards the end of any given quarter. Tesla likes to open up their vault that they have uh, in order to, you know, increase sales. You know, you might get, uh, you know, some special deals uh, regarding, you know, free supercharging miles or, you know, some other free upgrades. 
So if you're looking to get into a Tesla of some sort, uh, you know, it might be beneficial for you to wait until the end of each quarter, uh, you know, just to see if you can take advantage of any uh, incentives that Tesla unlocks. Uh, and also, you know, uh, towards the end of the year, Tesla really likes to, you know, push as many sales and deliveries as much as possible. So that's usually when uh, Tesla really starts to, um, you know, give people a couple extra bonuses for uh, for their Tesla purchase. So that usually happens uh, towards the end of November and into December. And Tesserati.com has another great story regarding Gigafactory Texas. And thanks to recent drone footage, there appears to be first signs of the paint shop equipment being delivered and stored on site. Tagged with codes such as TC Mod, E-Coat, and Top Coat, the containers are patiently waiting in the Megapad area while construction progresses in the paint shop area. The article also dives in a little bit deeper into what each of these codes mean in relation to Tesla's paint shop operations. And while we're taking a look at Gigafactory Texas, we might as well take a look at the progress that's going on. And thanks again to Joe Tegmeyer and Jeff Roberts for their daily drone footage. In Joe Tegmeyer's March 4th video, Joe goes into some details regarding the progression at Gigafactory Texas, including looking at specific areas such as the battery cell manufacturing area and the temporary switchyard that is located away from the Megapad area, just south of the abandoned asphalt plant in the northeast. Electrical equipment is being brought in and installed in a temporary switchyard, which means that Tesla will be soon connecting to the existing overhead primaries to supply the main electrical power needed for the Gigafactory. Overall, the immense size of the building can really be seen at this point, and the building keeps on getting larger each and every day as structural steel continues to be assembled within the Megapad area. And as big as the building will eventually be, it only occupies a small percentage of the 2,400 acres of land Tesla has available. There's lots of concrete floor slabs being placed within the Gigafactory building, which makes for a cleaner and more stable work surface to work upon. GeoPier work is continuing in the main battery cell manufacturing area, which is in the northwest corner of the Megapad area, and precast concrete exterior wall sections are being attached to the concrete columns over the stamping plant. Concrete roof pours are continuing over the stamping plant and casting area, and there are now 15 mobile crawler cranes on site, where it appears that uh, 7 of the 15 are now idled at the north end of the Megapad area, which makes me wonder if they're no longer needed. Well, that should pretty much do it for an exciting episode 32. If you find any value in this podcast and you like the work that I do, I invite you to head on over to patreon.com slash how I got my Tesla. Once there, and if you'd like to support me financially towards a Tesla of some sort, there are three tiers available for you to choose from. With every donation received, please know that your contribution is greatly appreciated by me and my family. I recently found out that my Patreon page is not indexed in the Patreon app. I was told that I need to cross a certain level of patrons before it actually shows up in the app. So again, if anyone is wishing to contribute towards my Tesla, you will need to actually visit patreon.com slash how I got my Tesla. And if you're looking to purchase a new Tesla, you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, you can feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below or head on over to ts.la slash Matthew40942. So far, it looks like the only person to take advantage of that referral program link is Chatty. So hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag Model Y Test Drive. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any feedback for me, you can throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And as always, you can watch my progress towards a Tesla of some sort by visiting howigotmytesla.com. 
You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for how I got my Tesla. And you can look for me on Clubhouse where I'll be hosting an informal chat about the topics covered this past week. So I invite you to share your thoughts and stories on all things Tesla. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Covenant.